Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Blogcast Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. If you haven't already done so, please head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook and join the conversation at Financial Emancipation. And if you have any questions about anything we discuss, please head on over to Gmail and email me at financialemancipation at gmail.com. So yesterday and through this week, we've been discussing kind of singular events or situations for which they can hinder your financial emancipation or just um, put a damper on your financial freedom. And yesterday and the last two days, we talked about credit. So today we're going to switch it up a little bit and we're going to talk about the dishonesty of finances, right? So um, in the beginning of the series of podcasts, I talked about the five ways to walk towards your financial freedom. And the first way was to stop, was basically to be honest about money, stop being afraid to talk about money. But to dig into that a little deeper is really to discuss the ways in which we all have learned or adapted financial dishonesty. So there's something really critical about this, and this kind of goes back to our childhood and our youth, whereas we've all, we were all kind of taught, for the most part, that lying was wrong. But there was this little niche of space for which I think we were, some of us may have been taught that lying when it came to money was okay. So I say that in the sense of sometimes you'd you'd see like maybe, and this may not be everyone's experience, but some people's experience may be, you know, you watched your parents live financial lives. And that's sometimes where you learned financial dishonesty. So you can say the instance where you may have witnessed your mother tell your father, you know, that something was maybe $10 more so she could take the extra $10 and put it into savings. Or you would hear your father be on the phone with someone and say, yeah, you know what, I'm going to pay you back on Friday. And then you'd watch him avoid that person on, on Friday and not to not pay them back. Um, you know, or you'd have your one parent would tell you, here's $5. Don't tell your mother I gave it to you or your grandparents would do that. So there's a lot of things that as a child, you adapt and learn that it's okay that lying about money, whereas lying about anything else is wrong. Lying when it comes to money is okay. And that can breed a habit of financial dishonesty that leads to a habit of lying about how much money you have, how much money you don't have. Um, when you're able to spend things, what you can afford, what you can't afford. And, and all of that subtlety of messaging kind of leads to an adult who is living a financial lie. And financial lies are very, very harmful because that they manifest into lying to yourself. And once you're lying to yourself about your finances, that's when you're able to be as dishonest about where you are financially and what you can and cannot do, you can be that dishonest to yourself. And then you can make decisions that are really poor in an effort to maintain the lie in which you have created. And so what I want to encourage everyone is that lying about finances is still lying. Lying about money is still lying and it is being dishonest and there's nothing virtuous about being dishonest and there's no way in which you can find a good space or get free if you're still telling lies so when you talk about honesty you want to talk about one being honest about how much money you have being honest and again this honesty starts with yourself honest about how much money you have honest about how much how much money you're able to spend 
from that money that you have. Honest about where you are in relation to yourself and where you expect yourself to be. Because a lot of the lie that's being told has to do with what you deserve, what you expect, and also where you believe you should be. So that lie that you're telling yourself is that I should have already attained XYZ, so I'm going to get there without being financially responsible. So I should already have a house. I'm 40. I should own a home. I see other people owning homes. So I'm going to push forward to own a home that I probably cannot afford. Um, I, I should have a luxury car. I'm a lawyer. I should have a luxury car. And so I'm going to go ahead and get a luxury car anyway, even though the interest rate is really high and I really can't afford the payments. I'm going to get the luxury car because I should have. We get into the what we deserve. We believe we deserve things and all of that is based on a lie. A lot of lies that we're telling ourselves. So when you say, I deserve a vacation, I've worked hard. Again, you'll hear me say this often. You don't deserve anything that you can't afford. But when you tell yourself the lie that you deserve it, you justify spending money you don't have in ways in which you should not. Also, you can have what you've told yourself you deserve or you should have, which is all a lie that you're telling yourself. Financial dishonesty extends beyond yourself, right? It extends to the people around you. And so when you attend a dinner at a very, very fancy restaurant where the, you know, the, the bill will be about $150 per person for someone's birthday, and you know that ahead of time, and you know that you do not have that or you cannot afford that, when you still go and attend that dinner and you spend the money, that financial dishonesty that you're doing is not just to yourself, but it's to others. You did not want to be honest and say, that's not within my budget. So you told the lie of showing up and then you, you, you just damaged to your own finances by showing up just so you didn't have to tell the truth. So the fear of telling the truth allowed you to participate in something that you could not afford to do. And if you can hear, it's like there's a spiral to the lies, right? The lie starts with yourself, but it forces you to lie to other people. And when you begin to become that dishonest about your finances, you're willing to do anything to either A, maintain the the um, the facade of your finances, and therefore you'll see people with extensive amounts of credit because you just, you can't afford it, but you have to keep it up. And what do they say? It's like keeping up with the Joneses. It's keeping up with everybody, but it's also keeping up with the lie you've told. You've told it to yourself and now you've told it to other people, you know, and in this day and age, social media helps the lie, right? So when you see what you believe and perceive other people to have and you start telling yourself the lie about what you deserve, it's usually, a lot of times it, it's accompanied with looking at what other people have, which also can be a lie. So then you say, well, I deserve it because if, I, if that person has it, I should surely have it. So that spirals, right? So then you begin to do things and again, tell financial lies to yourself, participate in financial dishonesty yourself, all in an effort to keep up or keep up a lie. And so telling the truth about your finances to yourself is the start. But that is further increased by being able to tell the truth to others who are around you. If I, if I, if someone who cares about you and I'm in, and I know you, then if you say to me, it's your birthday, you're choosing to go to a restaurant I can't afford, that should be an honest truth that can be told amongst people who know and care about each other. And if it's not, that's not someone you should have in your life. But you should not overextend yourself financially in order to participate in a lie that is going to be detrimental to you and your long-term financial freedom. So all of these things, all of these lies that we tend to tell about our finances have long-term effects on our finances. 
credit, as we discussed yesterday, is living a lie. It's living beyond your means in an attempt to kind of, to lie, to lie about what you can and cannot afford, what you can and cannot do. And so all of those lies, all of that dishonesty, all of that not speaking truth to power, all of that is what will keep you in a really detrimental financial spiral. So you must tell the truth first starting with yourself about how much money you have, what you can afford, and what you can do with that money. Understand that you don't deserve anything that you cannot afford. You do not deserve anything that you can, cannot afford. You do not need to keep up with the Joneses or the Browns or anyone else because you need to live in your own financial truth. And any space that you live in truth, you will thrive. Any space where you live in a lie, you will drown. Because a lie will always become bigger and you will always suffer underneath the weight of it. So we wanna learn, we wanna learn and focus on where we learn to be financially dishonest, how we can correct that behavior, and start to tell the truth about our finances in 2018 and beyond, because that is the way that we will walk towards long-term financial freedom. So if you haven't already done so, head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook and join the conversation. We have a Facebook group on, on that page and it's really, really good. People are having great dialogue. That's at Financial Emancipation. And um, if you have any questions about anything we discussed today, please feel free to email me at financialemancipation at gmail.com. I hope, I'm glad, I appreciate you joining me today. And I hope that you will join me tomorrow as we continue the discussion on walking towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.